Welcome to the Tell Us Something podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something awakens imagination, empowers storytellers, and connects the Missoula community through the transformative power of personal storytelling. It is a celebration of each other, our stories, and how we move through the world together. All of the stories at Tell Us Something are true. Stories last for 10 minutes and are told from memory. Everyone is welcome to tell a story. The community comes together for a night of true personal stories, shared live, focused on a theme. Everyone has a story. What's yours? The next Tell Us Something is December 12th. The theme is Getting Away With It, and we are taking story pitches now. Call the pitch line to pitch your story. 406-203-4683. The submission deadline is October 21st. After the submission deadline, the Tell Us Something Advisory Board will listen to all of the pitches and let you know next steps if you are selected to share your story. Get those pitches in now. Getting away with it. 406-203-4683. All right, let's get to this week's story. This episode of the Tell Us Something podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on September 10th 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, Up the Blackfoot. Sarah Elkins carries a small child in her backpack while fly fishing. Her self-tied woolly bugger gets stuck in a tree and snaps off, breaking the rod. A mother's instinct kicks in to determine how to safely gain shore with a broken rod and her child strapped to her. Listen as she shares her story, which she calls Montana anglers never lose their grip. Thanks for listening. Listening to these other stories, all these women talking about being so outdoorsy. They grew up here. They fish, they hunt, they camp. That's not me. (laughs) I'm not that girl. I was raised in a Jewish household. I was born in Washington, DC. Not exactly the Mecca of recreational opportunities. (laughs) Mecca for something but not that. So I wasn't sure what my husband saw in me that I didn't see, that he decided to introduce me to camping, canoeing, fly fishing. Yeah, right? And I'll never forget going out this first time fly fishing on this little lake in Northern Virginia, and we're sitting in a little paddle boat, and he had showed me on the, on the banks where I wouldn't get caught in stuff how to cast. And I will never forget sitting in that boat and casting and watching my arm go like this and looking up and watching this loop of line and watching the bug just drop into the water. Now, I like to gamble, but I don't like to waste money. So that's kind of weird. But fishing is perfect for that because every time I cast, I think, this next one, I'm going to catch something. So it was probably my third or fourth cast, and I caught this little sunfish, and I was hooked. Hooked. Come on. (laughs) We got the chance to move from Washington, D.C. to Montana, and Bob Head taught me how to fish on the slow-moving, semi-warm Shenandoah, on the Potomac, on the Susquehanna River. And then he introduced me to Montana rivers. And he took me out to the little Blackfoot. And we had this little baby with us, because we had just moved here when he was six months old. And I cast it in the little Blackfoot River, and I caught little fish. And I, I was pretty pleased with that, developed some confidence. And then he took me to the big river. And I'm pretty confident, I think. So as we're getting out of the car, I said, 
I'll take the baby in the backpack, you take the dog, you go upstream, and I'll go downstream. Now, I don't know if you noticed, I'm kind of small. So the backpack comes to here, and the baby's 20 pounds. That's a big baby. Yeah, I'm not a big person, but I'm pretty confident, so I think I can, I can fish with the baby on my back. I just won't go that deep. And we went out, and Bob went upstream, and I went downstream, and I found this spot that I knew was gonna be perfect. And I have the baby in the back, and I'm humming this song, because I always have a song in my head. And I put on what I call a woolly bugger, because I hadn't seen any fish rising to eat off of the, the surface. And I love fishing. I'm watching the water, I'm watching the bugs. Nothing's coming up to the surface. So I figured they're probably eating just below the surface. So I put on this hand tied, I tied two bugs, ever. <laughs> and one of them was on this line. It was a woolly bugger, it's supposed to emulate a minnow in the water. And I walked out and I'm wearing tevas and shorts and I start to walk out into the water and the baby's fast asleep and this one song pops into my head. Wait in the water, wait in the water, children, wait in the water, and God's gonna trouble the water. <laughs> now that should have been a hint, <laughs> but I'm kind of oblivious. So I'm stepping into the water, and it's pretty cold, and it's moving pretty fast, but I see this spot across the river, and I know there's a fish in it. It's this perfect, deep little pool, and there are reeds coming up, and the, the willows are kind of dangling over this pool, and I just know there's a big fish in there. So I whip out my woolly bugger, and I let the line come out, and I love that click, click, click sound when you're pulling the line out of the reel. And I'm moving my arm at the 10 and 2 that my husband taught me, and I'm watching this line, and it's so beautiful. And I cast, and I let go, and the woolly bugger lands just where I want it to land, and it goes just downstream. Nothing. Damn. It's okay, the baby's asleep. It's quiet, I have time. So I pull my arm back again, and I cast again. Plop. Nothing. I'm gonna do this again. I know there's a fish in there, and I know he's gonna eat my woolly bugger and I'm gonna be able to, to show off this, you know, 12 inch <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> so I cast again, but this time I'm getting a little cocky, and I cast, and it lands right in the reeds. And I feel it take a little tug, and I think, because I'm hopeful, I think maybe it's a fish, so I go to set the hook, and I flip the, the rod a little bit, and boy, did I set the hook but not in a fish. And I could feel it, and it's tight, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna lose my woolly bugger that I tied myself. And I'm, I'm pretty stressed about this. So I'm trying all of the tricks that my husband taught me how to do. I'm pulling the line tight and then letting it loose like a rubber band. I'm putting the tip of the rod in the water and just kind of wiggling it around and nothing, it's not gonna come loose. And I finally get so aggravated and I pull on my, my rod and I feel the line go loose. 
I lost my Willy bugger. So I reel in all the extra line, and I look up, and it gets worse. I broke the tip off my rod. Now I'm angry. So I turn around to go walking out of the river, and suddenly the reality hits me. I've been taking steps deeper and deeper and deeper into the water. I don't even realize where I am until I turn around. And you know those movies where you see the tunnel and it gets longer and longer as you're running? That's what it looked like. And I'm turned around, the baby's asleep, and the water is rushing, and it's cold, and it's up to my mid-thighs. That's high for somebody that has chicken legs. I mean, that's, that's big water for somebody as small as I am, with a 20-pound baby and a 10-pound pack on my back. So I'm walking back very slowly, taking these little steps, and I'm gripping my rod in my hand, and I feel my toe hit a rock, and I went down. And I'm literally on my hands, my legs up in the air, the baby is on my pack pushing me down, and my face is maybe two inches from the rushing water. And I think we're both gonna drown. I was panicked. But to make it worse, I see the baby's hand in slow motion drop from the side of the backpack and splash in the water. And I brace myself. I still have the rod in my hand. Don't ask me why. And I brace myself thinking, if he shifts his weight, I'm in big trouble. Because if he screams when he wakes up, he's going to shift. But being my water baby that he is, I'm filled with relief as I see his hand start splashing. And I hear this, oh. So now I feel content that I can call to my husband, right, to come help me because I'm stuck. Bob! Bob! I don't want the baby to panic. If I start to panic, the baby's going to freak out and he's going to scream. So I'm saying, Bob! And now I start to really get scared and I'm screaming, Bob! I could use some help! And my voice is starting to crack because I'm scared. And I realize, he can't hear me. No one's going to help me. If I push myself too hard, I'm going to fall backward, and we're both going to drown. Somehow, I'm crawling my way out. I still don't know how I manage, but you know the mama bear comes out. Somehow I manage to climb out of the water. And I'm standing at the bank when Bob comes around the corner. He says, you go for a swim? I said, no. And I told him what happened. And at the end of my story, tears start to come. I lost my woolly bugger. And I broke my rod. And he said, Sarah, you're officially a Montana angler. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah Elkins is a speaker, writer, coach, and professional musician. As a coach, Sarah helps people and businesses 
better understand how to find their stories, organize them, and share them across platforms. She is an active blogger and contributor to Thrive Global, Ariana Huffington's latest project. She writes for LinkedIn, BB, and on her own website, ElkinsConsulting.com. She's also the president of Elkins Consulting, the company making a splash with small, face-to-face, -face, affordable, interactive conferences called No Longer Virtual. Remember, your story matters. If you enjoyed this story, please share it with your friends on your favorite social media sites. Thanks. Tell us something is proud to be fiscally sponsored by Missoula Community Foundation, a 501c3 organization. Missoula Community Foundation has been providing leadership to Missoula nonprofits and inspiring long-term philanthropy in Missoula since 2007. For the good of Missoula, forever. MissoulaCommunityFoundation.org. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Gecko Designs. The creative crew at Gecko makes killer logos. Not like Serial Killer, but better than any you've seen on a cereal box. They build beautifully mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Gecko has been doing it for two and one-tenth decades. That's 21 human years and 336 gecko years. I've met the team and can tell you that they're not as slimy as real lizards. When you're ready to get serious about your marketing, put a Liz in your biz. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.com. Logjam Presents. Logjam Presents is committed to creating a superior live entertainment experience through world-class production, state-of-the-art venues, and superior guest services. Headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independent and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjam is the exclusive operator and promoter of the 4,000 capacity Kettle House Amphitheater, the 1,500 capacity Wilma, and the 550 capacity Top Hat Lounge. Working in close partnership with these venues, Logjam has created a unique artist and concert goer experience that is unmatched in the Northwest. Logjampresents.com. Cabinetparts.com, the number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to cabinetparts.com. Cabinetparts.com in business since 1997 combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, cabinetparts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving as students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com. The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, the Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at GoodFoodStore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operating four stations, including The Trail 1033, Missoula's Quality Rock and part of our unique Western Montana community, featuring local DJs who love Missoula and know their music. Jack FM 105.9, playing what they want. You 104.5 FM, your at-work listening station. And ESPN 102.9, focusing on city, state, and regional sports, giving exposure and insight to teams and athletes 
in and around Western Montana. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Martin McCain Woodworks and Design. If you're looking for custom, modern, or mid-century cabinetry and furniture to fit your home, check out Martin's work on Instagram. He's at Martin underscore McCain underscore Woodworks over there and Martin McCain 79 on Pinterest. You can always friend up with him on Facebook because if he's doing work for you, it's pretty likely you'll become friends. Facebook.com slash Martin McCain Woodworks. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Missoula Federal Credit Union is a locally owned banking, not-for-profit financial cooperative. They put their members' funds to work in ways that provide benefits to people, the local economy, and the environment. That's belonging, and belonging is the new banking. MissoulaFCU.org. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. Thanks to Cash for Junkers who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at CashforJunkersMusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Tell Us Something, email me at Mark at TellUsSomething.org. That's M-A-R-C at TellUsSomething.org. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events, those of you who download the podcast, and most especially to the storytellers. Sandy Super, Lisa Tripke, Wendy Woolett, Tina Sverin, Sarah Elkins, Juanita Vero, Jay Dixon, and Jerry O'Connell. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check the website to find out how you can tell your own story. Tell us something.org.